Yesterday evening, I was a little bothered, and I was talking to our resident pastor, Pastor Wisdom. I said, June is the moment of prayer. For us, we are studying on prayer. But I'm not sensing the prayer fire. I said, I'm not sensing it. We're we are not just coming here to do a lecture. It's a spiritual impartation. Are you with me? I told him, I'm not sensing it the way I ought to sense it. So I took the nights to pray. By the time I came for the Sunday school, when we started praying, I'm like, these people are not praying. So I plugged in my ear, listened to another music, just encouraged myself, and I kept on praying. By the time I removed the earpiece, I said, I can feel something. You are praying now. My God. That means God answered my prayer. <laughs> and I saw Pastor Wisdom bleeding. I said, okay, the Lord used the man of God to answer the prayer. When Christians are praying, the Bible says, and they prayed and the whole place was shaking. Are you with me? We didn't come here to play. Oh, are you with me? I gave an announcement on Thursday from the Lord. He said, you know 2022 was declared greater light and greater glory, right? He said, the first six months was greater light. <laughs> the remaining six months is greater glory. Somebody say with me, greater glory. You will see it. Ah, Every day in the remaining part of this year is greater glory for you. In the name of Jesus, I said greater glory for you. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. You know, when spiritual things are happening naturally, they will look, it looks like it's just simple. The Lord said, the miracle of generator I give to you guys is a sign. Are you with me? It looked like there was no way under heaven to happen, but it is here. You're under it. <laughs> Kai, God is faithful. God is faithful. Don't calculate how much money you have. Oh, God is more than able to do exceedingly abundantly. Above all you can ask or think. Not according to your bank account, but according to his own ability. Above all you can ask or think. So even if you are thinking about it, he has done it. Praise the Lord. In the month of June, we'll be learning about prayer. And um, it has been an interesting month. But before we go back to our series, I want to put something straight. Portacot Church, how many of you enjoyed the outreach on Friday? We went to the road to preach. It was a mini crusade. And the way it's going, it'll be happening at least twice every month. <laughs> Amen. There's an urgency in the spirit. People must be saved. And the earlier you yield yourself to say, Lord, I'm available, God will launch you forward in your own life. 
we must take evangelism and the preaching of the gospel serious. Serious. We must become bold about it. Bold about it. So I announced that every Friday, except when we are having an all night or a special program or something, apart from that, every Friday will be an outreach Friday. Is either we are going to evangelism or we are going to the streets with speakers like we did last week to preach. Amen. Amen. And Saturday also is for evangelism. Amen. <laughs> 11 a.m. How many of you heard me announce that Saturday was for evangelism yesterday? On Thursday. Who heard me say that thing? On Thursday. Ha, my God. Saturday, 11 to 1, we go out for evangelism. Are we clear? I think God is pointing me to announce somebody as our evangelism coordinator. I know he's not expecting it. Where is Brother Tony? <laughs> By first ordination, in the name of Jesus, you are our evangelism coordinator. Shall glory from there. <laughs> Amen. So even if you don't see me, if you see him, it's time. Let me tell you something about spiritual growth. It will never be comfortable. Ah. It will never be sweet normally. See, it is when you start it. Eh? How many of you felt so much joy when we came back? When you want to go and preach, the devil will tell you, you, what do you want to say? You. <laughs> you want to go and preach? They will just insult you. And the devil will plan the first person. God bless you, sir. I want to just give you this tract. I beg, I beg, I beg. No disturb me. They may have shouted at him in the office. They may have given him query later. <laughs> you don't know. Maybe him and his wife are having challenges. <laughs> I beg, I beg. I don't want church. You go to the second person. Oh, this thing. I don't go come. Sir, it's not, a, it's not invitation. It's just a tract. Eh, I don't want to waste it. Who knows what I'm talking about? Sadistic. Then, the next level, you first of all, you start by learning to share. The next level you have to graduate to is to talk. That is the way people say, I just want to tell you that I just love you. I know now. <laughs> but we must preach. Amen. And we are strengthened to do so in Jesus' name. Secondly, Campbell. If you have not been taking pictures around that poster, take and write, I'll be coming. Genesis 28 from verse 10. This is just to talk about Campbell before we look at the word of God. Genesis 28 from verse 10. Talking about Jacob. And Jacob went out from Beersheba and went toward Haran. Verse 11. And he lighted upon a certain place and tarried there all night because the sun was set and he took the stones of that place. Now, the story here was when Jacob was on the run from Esau. Remember that story? After he had deceived Esau and collected the birthright and he was running away. And he lighted upon a certain place and tarried there all night because the sun was set and he took of the stones of that place and 
put them for his pillows and lay down in that place to sleep. Before I go on on this story, I want to ask you a question. How many of you believe that Esau was deceived by Jacob? Raise your hand. Okay, if you don't know that story at all, let me see your hand. The story of Esau and Jacob in the Bible, if you don't know about it, let me see your hand. You know about the story, right? We all know the story, right? But how many of you believe that it was Jacob that deceived Esau? There is no, I'm not trying to say you are wrong or right, though. just be free. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Can I tell you something? Do you really want to go far in your work with God and in life generally? You must pay attention to spiritual things. You must take spiritual things very serious. Bible history has it that when that transaction was going on, when Esau was hungry and Esau was hungry. Wait now. Esau was hungry. And he came and Jacob had prepared a porridge. That's what, that's what the Bible actually wrote. <laughs> Somebody said beans. Jacob had prepared porridge. And Esau was so hungry that he carelessly said, please give me this porridge. I want to die. If I don't eat this porridge, I will die. And Jacob, I believe that Jacob's mom must have told him something about the birthright. Are you following me? And Jacob said, I will give you the beans or the porridge. <laughs> but do you know what? You will give me your birthright. Question, can you hold birthright? Can you hold a birthright? You can't. It's an invisible, it's a spiritual thing. It's an invisible thing. So, Esau now said, what is my birthright to me when I'm going to die? Collect the birthright. Give me. So, to him he was playing, but he had sold it. The Bible says, and he despised the birthright. Meaning that day, heaven took note of that thing. What Esau did not know was that the birthright was the key to the blessing. The first son had the birthright to get the blessing from Isaac. Esau had done backyard transaction and he had lost it. Unknown to him, he had lost it. He still thought he had it. So, the day of blessing, and the Bible history remarks that that day was 45 years later. Yes, that's what the Bible says. Or that's what historians, Bible historians say. 45 years later, Isaac was about to die and said, okay, where are my sons? Let me bless them. Can I tell you something? Even if Esau wanted to come early, he would have still missed it. Do you know why? Because the birthright has been lost. So the spirit and the angels of that realm will ensure that even if he wanted to catch, he, as he's about to shoot one animal to run like this, what is causing the delay is that he lost the birthright years ago. Couldn't he have just caught the, the bush meat fast, fast? Only to come and see that Jacob is planning something. Say, ah, ah. So he wants to take back. No. That whole scenario that was playing out, eh? It had been finished already in the spirit. Even if Esau wanted to be fast that day. He would have caught it and on his way, something will hit his leg. He will start treating his leg. 
Are you following me? Spiritual things. When the grace of God begins to manifest on your life, no matter what the devil is doing, if he likes, eh, let him empty you of all that God has put inside you because it has been settled in the spirit to come out. Did you hear what I just said? Are you following this service? Spiritual things. That is where the real resource is. As you grow spiritually, you will learn to take impartations, the word of God in your spirit, all those things that make for spiritual substance, you will take them serious. Jacob had been educated by his mother. He said, see, give him death right. Don't worry. Collect the birthright from him. If you collect it, he will think that, oh, it's just my words. He, with his words, he sold it. You know, you see young people, they play too much. So you see, broke won't kill me, sapa won't kill me. Hey! What are you saying? What are you saying? He said, Chai! The way man, they suffer, eh? We could just they suffer like this. Hey, God. You are. After me, I'm blessed. You know, sometimes you can ask yourself, what are we really doing in church? We just come, we dance, we are singing, we are praying. The pastor says, receive. What are they receiving? Are you following me? You can say, ah, the pastor is not giving them money. What are they receiving? That thing they are receiving, you are not seeing it. But faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. Somebody will say, yes, I receive. That invisible thing he will receive later will turn him to a multi-millionaire. You'll be wondering, ah. Sometimes it may even look like he's dormant. For years, it may look like nothing is happening, like we saw in this story I just told you. But the spirit realm does not forget. I've not seen people who, because of causes in their families, eh, they will travel to the UK. They have done masters, done everything, became big people. The day that thing in their family comes back for them, they'll be wondering from where? The spirit realm. See, I know the spirit of them like I know my name. You are not a solid Christian until you understand that realm. Praise the Lord. I pray for you. You move forward forcefully. In the name of Jesus. You are unstoppable. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. So back to Genesis 28, our story about Jacob. And he lighted upon a certain place and tarried there all night. So the summary of what I was trying to say is, Esau had sold the birthright and wanted to collect the birthright. So contrary to popular opinion, it is true Jacob first deceived Esau. Eh? But Esau wanted to deceive Jacob again. You sold the birthright. You still want to come and collect the blessing. <laughs> Praise the Lord. So the real deceit was not that they collected the blessing, but that we collected the birthright. And he lighted upon a certain place and tarried there all night because the sun was set and he took off the stones of that place and put them for his pillows and lay down in that place to sleep. Verse 12. And he dreamed the dream and behold, the ladder set up on the earth and the top of it reached to heaven. And behold, the angels of God ascended and descended upon on it. And behold, the Lord stood above it and said, I am the Lord God of Abraham, thy father, the God of Isaac, the land whereon thou liest. To thee will I give it unto thy seed. And all of that, and all of that. Let me jump because of our time. 
Jump to verse 19. Now Jacob, and he called the name of that place Bethel. Why? Because that was the place he encountered God. And actually, he encountered God there because Abraham had come there earlier on. Are you with me? And built an altar there. This camp meeting called Bethel has also been tagged the place of encounter. Next week, Friday. We are coming to stay until you hear something heavy in the spirit. From now henceforth, this will be our mid-year camp meeting, preparing us for the next part of the year. Hallelujah. Somebody say, after me, I receive. So it will start with an all-night, 9 p.m. to 5 a.m. on Friday. Saturday, 5 p.m. to 8 a.m. 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. Sunday, 8 a.m. to 12 noon. Hallelujah. Now that our crowd is sizable and we can be doing the long, long meetings, be pressing in. Because the time is coming. She wanted to trick you. How will you keep 20,000 people in an online like that? You have to arrange the service in a way that. Hallelujah. So now, we want to press in till God will talk. Many of you, what you will receive in this meeting will shape the remaining part of your life. Like he did to Jacob. Many years later, God came to Jacob and said, I am the God of Bethel. In this camp meeting, you will encounter the God of Bethel. In the name of Jesus. So quickly, today, we are talking about moving mountains. So, we've been talking about prayer. And so far, we've learned what prayer is. We treated what is prayer, part one and two. I will encourage you to go back to those teachings. We treated how to pray, part one and two. Then we began talking about the types of prayer. And last week, Sunday, we talked about praying in tongues, prayer in the spirit. And on Thursday, we began to talk about the prayer of faith. So, let me talk about everything, the whole scope. So even if you don't finish, you will know that this was what pastor was supposed to teach. So we've talked about praying in the spirit, right? Right? We've talked about the prayer of faith. You know, when I was teaching something like this, somebody met me and said, Pastor, is as if when you teach the Bible, it's as if everything is organized. Yes. So the Bible actually is like a puzzle. The Bible actually has a curriculum. There are things a Christian is supposed to know. But it's like a puzzle. You have to study it to find it out. Praise the Lord. So there's the prayer of faith. Prayer of faith is a block on, on its own. On that prayer of faith, we have declaration prayers. Are you with me? Like one of, the, one of most of the things I've been doing here is prayer of faith. We have the praying for requests, petition, opportunity prayers. Meaning prayers that you have to pray again and again and again and again to you, there must be an answer. It's not, it doesn't mean you don't have faith. It's actually a sign of faith. Who is with me? How many of you have noticed that there are some things that you pray about once and it's as if God answers you? Not as if he answers you immediately, right? But there are still some other things you pray about and you have to pray again and again and again. It does not mean you are faithless. Are you hearing me? Are you hearing me? Luke chapter 11. Luke 11 from verse 1. 
the apostles, the disciples came around him. It came to pass as he was praying in a certain place. When he sees one of the disciples came, said unto him, Lord, teach us to pray. As John also taught his disciples. And he said unto them, when you pray, say our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, that we be done as in, as in heaven, so on earth. Give us this day our daily bread. Jump to this. You know this, this prayers, right? Forgive us our sins as we forgive others. Lead us not to do temptation, but deliver us from all evil. Verse 5. And he said unto them, Which of you shall have a friend and shall go unto him at midnight and say unto him, Friend, lend me three loaves. For a friend of mine is in his journey to come to me, and I have nothing to set before him. And he from within shall answer, Trouble me not. The door is now shut, and my children are with me in bed. I cannot rise and give thee. Do you understand what's going on here? So he just talked about prayer and he began to bring a scenario, a prayer scenario. He's saying, If you have a friend and your friend is your close door neighbor, and all of you, all of a sudden, your relation from the village, EGK called you, say, Bros, I'm on the road. I'm already coming to Port Harcourt. See, I beg, hunger to catch me. Find me something, make I just chop. <laughs> and the time is around 11.30 or 11.45. You say, ah, it is very well. It's okay, I know what I will do. I will go and meet my friend. I know he has, he, there's a bakery in his house. So you, you go and knock and the guy tells you, why are you coming to knock at this time? It's almost 12 midnight. I'm already sleeping. Why are you disturbing me? He said, and he from within shall answer and say, trouble me not. The door is now shut, and my children are with me in bed. I cannot rise and give thee. Verse 7. Verse 8. And I say unto you, though he will not rise and give him, but because he is his friend, yet because of his importunity, he will rise and give him as many as he needed. Do you get what is going on here? He says, even though he will not give you because he's your friend, but because you came and you were knocking, bam, 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 he will give you. See verse 9. And I say unto you, ask, and shall be given unto you. Seek, and ye shall find. Knock, and shall be opened unto you. What does it tell you? There are some things that it looks difficult. There are some things that are tight. But keep on praying. Are you with me? Keep on praying. And then I want in this same book of Luke, Luke chapter 18 from verse 1. And speak a parable unto them to this end, that men ought always to pray and not to faint. It's a saying. Now, we just quote, men ought always to pray and not to faint. And we don't usually bring up the stories that Jesus Christ used to explain his teachings. Are you with me? But look at this story. It says, there was in a city... A judge which feared not God, neither regarded man. Verse 3. And there was a widow in that city, and she came unto him, saying, Avenge me of my adversary. And he would not for a while, but after what he said within himself, Though I fear not God, nor regard man. Yet because this widow troubled me, I will avenge her, lest by her continual coming she weary me. Verse 6. And the Lord said, Hear what the unjust judge saith. That means, listen to what this unjust judge has said, that this woman, because she's, she's disturbing me, I will respond. Shall God not avenge his own elect, which cry day and night unto him, though he be long with them? I tell you, he will avenge them speedily. 
Nevertheless, when the Son of Man cometh, shall he find faith on the earth? So you are not faithless to keep on praying about it. But pastor, how do I know when to stop praying about it? Philippians 4. Who is understanding what I'm doing? You know, I've come to discover that many Christians are going to church. They have questions that have not been answered. Are you with me? How do I know when to stop praying? Philippians 4, from verse 6. It says, be careful for nothing. Meaning, be anxious for nothing. Be worried about nothing. But in everything by prayer. Somebody say everything by prayer. So the reason why you don't worry about anything is because you pray about everything. Praise the Lord. It says, be careful for nothing. But in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God. Verse 7. And the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. How do you know when to stop praying when you have peace? Are you with me? When you pray about a thing and it's no longer bothering you. See, it's called faith is beginning to form in your heart. It's called the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. That peace you are having in your heart is the substance even though you have not seen the answer. Are you with me? It is something to hold on to. But if your heart is still worried, if you are still bothered about it, you need to pray more. Why? So that faith will be formed in your spirit man. Sometimes, you are praying, you are praying, you are praying, it seems like you have peace. After a while, it seems like you are worried again. Who has? That point is not just about prayer now. You need more of the word of God. Doubt is coming. Doubt is beginning to come. So look at the book of James. James chapter 1 from verse 4, I think. Are you blessed? James 1. But let patience have a perfect work that ye may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. Go to verse 5. It says, if any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God. So we can say, if any of you lack anything, let him ask of God, right? Right? If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God that give it to all men liberally. You know, there is this idea that God used to withhold things from us. Who has contended with that idea before? That God would look like this. Say, this thing, eh? This guy, forgive her now. It's not like that. There are many things to the, behind it that you are not seeing. That's why you need to keep on praying. You have to be a man of prayer. There is a place for faith declaration and speaking it once and it's happening. And there is a place to press on. We talked about that on Thursday. But I'm bringing this balance now. Because there are some things you will say, move! And you are like, he says, if any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God and give it to all men liberally and obey it not and shall be given him. Verse 6. But let him ask in faith, not in wavering. For he that wavereth is like a wave of the sea, of the sea driven with the wind and tossed. Let not that man think he shall receive anything of the Lord. Double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. So what do you do when it seems like you are asking, but sometimes you have peace, you don't have peace? You go back to the word of God. And stay with the evidence. What has God's word said? You go back to scriptures like Matthew chapter 7 from verse 7. He that asketh, receive it. Seven, whenever I ask, I receive. You go back to scriptures like Ephesians 3 verse 20. God is able to do exceedingly abundantly. You may not need to read too many parts. Just that one. God is able. God is able. Say after me, God is able. God is able to do. I cannot see it right now, but God is able. You see Abraham, the Bible says Abraham being fully persuaded. Somebody close your eyes and say after me, God is able. 
Daniel prayed. And the Bible says the angel told Daniel, from the very first day you prayed, your prayer was heard. He said, but the prince of Pesha. Ha. There are battles in the spirit. Sometimes, God is talking to somebody to help you. The person is slowing down. And, you know, God cannot force human beings. Are you with me? So he has to work on the person's will. He has to work on the will. Sometimes the parents may be praying for a child. Uh, you know, being a minister that I am for years, I've seen parents come to me. They will bring, they will bring their picture. Say, Pastor, this child will not kill me. He wants to kill me. Pray. You pray and pray and pray. But you are not seeing that God is trying to work. Sometimes God is looking at who can he bring into the person's life. As a friend that was just beginning to influence him. Are you with me? Sometimes you are praying for an open door in the business. And God is saying, I need to connect. I need to do some connection. You receive it in the name of Jesus. I need to just give him somebody's name. Put somebody's name on his heart. So even when it don't, doesn't seem like it, God is still moving. Praise the Lord. I have to say that because the Spirit of God pressed on my heart to say, there's still so much to talk about prayer. But anything we didn't finish, we'll conclude in the all night and with the remaining part of, the, of Beth, Camp Bethel. Amen. So finally for today, the prayer of agreement. Glory. Matthew chapter 18 from verse 15. Matthew 18 from verse 15. It says, moreover, if thy brother shall trespass against thee, go and tell him his fault between thee and him alone. If he shall hear thee, thou hast gained thy brother. Verse 16, everybody one to three go. Verse 16, that in the mouth of two or three witnesses, every word may be established. Verse 17, and if he shall neglect them, tell it to the church. But if he neglect to hear the church, let him be to thee as the heathen or, or a publican. Verse 18. Whatsoever ye shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. And whatsoever ye shall lose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Again, I say to you, if thought you can, shall agree on earth as touching anything that they shall ask, it shall be done for them of my Father which is in heaven. Are you seeing this? Remember we said prayer is the place of spiritual transaction. And everything you do in your work with God will influence your prayer life. Look at the story here. He's, he was talking about forgiveness and settling disputes. You know, just by the way, can you see the eagerness with which God is talking about settling disputes? That you will go and meet somebody and say, let's settle. If you refuse to hear you, carry one or two people, go and beg him and say, please, let's settle now. You know, when you read the Bible, it's almost as though the way people practice Christianity today is like a contrast. Like it's direct opposite. Today, somebody has, is having a problem with somebody. Instead of him to go and cover to settle, he will go and cover to fight. Don't mind that brother. For this church, I go show. We, are, we know say that, that he's a pro. You have called like three other people. We know that brother in this church. He's a very troublesome brother. He thinks, okay, brothers, he's not brothers. I used to have that one too. His sisters. Hey, my God. In this short while of ministry, what I have seen. I don't like the way that sister used to talk to somebody. She will not go and call like three of her friends. Now so we talk, now so she be, now so she be. Before you know, that, that self-fellowship will be ten members against one sister. One day she will just walk into the church and notice, God help them, they are not singing God of vengeance. God of vengeance has won my battle for me. <laughs> I see it a lot. Sometimes you wonder, how can two of you be in church? You don't talk. Look at the eagerness to settle disputes. Then he says, if they don't, if they do not agree, carry it to the church. 
go to church leadership and say, please, this brother, he has been angry with me. I'm trying to settle. He doesn't want, please, just let us help us. Let's settle. He said, if he refuses, thank God Jesus said, because there are some people, their own coconut head. They like quarrel more than any other thing. They like fight. They think when they settle, it means you are being weak. No, it means you are actually strong. Praise the Lord. He said, he does not hear you. Let him go. But after that time, heaven has noted that thing that he did. He says, if two of you shall agree as touching anything, it shall be done. That means, if you agreed that he does not want to hear, heaven will note that he has refused to agree. Are you with me? He says, in the same way, if two of you shall agree as touching anything, it shall be done. Now, whatever is bound on earth shall be bound in heaven. This is Jesus telling you that this is an open check. That there is a power of the corporate anointing that you can actually come together and make something happen. How many of you have noticed that when you try to pray alone, sometimes it's difficult? At home, you want to pray. Maybe your personal devotion, you are trying to pray. Father in heaven, as we love you, your name in all the earth. And amen. But when you come to church and you are praying and somebody else is praying, you won't even know when you start. Father, we give you praise. Why is it easy? It's becoming easier because th- there is a corporate strength. The demons that you will deal with alone, you have an army to deal with. Are you with me? He's also telling you that in prayer also, there is the power of the corporate anointing. We are talking about moving mountains here. You can move mountains alone, but there are some mountains that you cannot push alone. True or false? There are some things in this place that one person can carry alone, but if you want to carry this sub speaker... <laughs> Oh God. You will need to call some people. Are you with me? Some things, if you want to carry it, you have to go and call forklift. <laughs> with some men around. You know, when we installed the generator, <laughs> my God. It was there I knew that. Listen. Some things are not too strong. It's just that you need more power. Do you hear what I said? They brought the first forklift to carry it. The forklift sing, sank. I mean, it sank into the ground. The ground was, it was literally entering inside the ground. I thought I was in double. <laughs> to save the two equipment, we had to we had drop it, leave everything. They had to call a bigger forklift to drag out the, the smaller forklift. <laughs> Do you know that spiritually there are things like that? Spiritually, there are some things that, let me give an example. How many of you have tried to pray? Some people have experienced this, not everybody. How many of you have tried to confront a circumstance and it looks like the devil came back at you? Has it happened to you before? Where, so, in praying for people in ministry, I went to pray for a particular woman. She said, anytime she stands up to pray against, so in her house, in the night, she, will, she usually hears a particular sound. Like a demonic sound. It's, it's hitting her, her wall. Boom. And whenever this thing comes, it's as if she wants to run mad. But anytime she stands up and says, I want to pray about it, once she starts praying, it's like somebody will go slap her. Come on, shut up there. And when the thing hits her, she will just fall asleep. This thing was happening for months. So one day I said, okay, let's go. I called the husband, called the wife. I said, give me your hands. After praying for them, it's the landlord that came to confess. Supernaturally, they packed out from there. Some months later, the man died. I'm not excited to see it because I didn't pray for him to die. I just prayed for them to be free. The wife, the wife of the landlord came and said, which church are people attending now? Because the man was a priest. They had a shrine behind the house. You need to understand that. They had, the headquarters was not far. I said, which church do you attend? The woman said, I will not tell you. Say, said, tell me now. So why don't you, why do you want to know? 
you know what the, the woman said? He said, we know they see you for remote again. She just needed somebody to partner with her in prayer and scatter that thing. You know, when I see some of these things, sometimes I'm bothered. You know I'm bothered. I'll just sit down and say, so wait. There are human beings that just wake up in the morning. And their plan is to make other people's life miserable. So that means there are human beings that are plagued by demons for, for no reason. Some family issues is corporate prayer like this. This means that our togetherness in Christ is more serious than we give it credit for. People can gather together in a bar and be drinking beer. It doesn't count for anything in heaven. People can gather in a football field and be shouting, it's a goal! Arsenal, Arsenal, Arsenal! Chelsea, Chelsea! I don't know anyone. I used to be a Chelsea fan those days. But now, <laughs> I'm not even a Chelsea AC. They can gather in a stadium, it doesn't count for anything. You can gather in a cinema, it doesn't count for anything. But when we gather in church in the name of Jesus, when two or three Christians come together and gather, see, it's painful. Let me tell you what the devil does. The devil will make your relationships in Christ sour, eh? So that you will take other relationships outside Christ more, more serious. You will see people take old boys association, old girls association, if you know how they take those things. Today is Sunday. Just drive around River State, you will see. Who knows what I'm talking about? You just see one banner like this. Old Boys Association of 1973 class. They don't play with it. But your brother in Christ, your sister in Christ, the devil will make problems. Because he knows that if two people who believe, this is Jesus talking here. Oh. He says, if two of you shall agree as touching anything, it shall be done. It shall be done. That means we can bind things on earth and it will be bound in heaven. That means we, we have been given an opportunity to move mountains when we pray together. Amen. You that is dating brother or brother that is dating sister, there is, that's an opportunity to move mountains. Two people, you see them dating, you ask them, have you ever prayed about something before? Eh. I had to change it for one of my protégés. I said, two of you, you are dating her. You, you are planning to marry. Have you prayed together before? Like prayed in tongues for one hour together. Eh. Say, we say, but you have watched movie together. Say, eh, yes, now. Nah. <laughs> I say, you're never serious. You will learn to hold. Why won't, why won't the devil attack? Oh, you think the devil does not attack relationships? Oh, you, don't, you think the devil does not attack relationships? You don't know. Brother has decided that he, this is the sister he wants to marry. This is the brother he wants to marry. When they are like two or three months to the wedding, the brother will just get angry. One useless thing will just come up. Eh? And after a while, it's like I'm rethinking this thing. You know? This thing, this thing. They like say. Then in the office, <laughs> things will start. The devil just bring one new employee. Oh, eh? Good morning, everybody. Um, Janet has just been employed as the PRO officer, public relations officer. Says she'll be working together with you. That particular one that is strong relationship, the devil will now assign. After one week, it'd be like, it'd be like, say, this gave me sense. <laughs> you know, the devil is cooking soup on your head. These things happen. It happens. Can I give you a secret? We are not, listen, we are not children. Some of you are either married, about to get married, or you are close to it. Me, I have passed it. Amen. Ah, part. In fact, July 17th is my baby's dedication. Praise the Lord. Come and 
That day is both baby dedication and my one year anniversary. So I've been married for years. <laughs> Hallelujah. Can I give you a secret? Whenever unnecessary bitterness wants to rise up in your marital relationship, hold your hands and pray. Pray in tongues together for one hour. You will see the devil run away. When it looks like there is no money, hold your hands. No food, hold your hands and pray. You will go, see, you and that person, the Bible says, one, we chase a thousand. Two, we put ten thousand to flight. You and that partner, we go through life. You will raise your children. You will have victories. The issue is finding a partner like that. That will be willing to pray. Because some of them is only ice cream and meat pie they want to eat. And shawarma. And pizza, right? <laughs> pray together. By the time you have children, the, you, are, you are now three. Prayer army has increased. By the time you are four, prayer army has increased. When they are small, start praying with them. Let them get used to it. Are you following me? When we study the Bible, we see many victories that the church had. So I'll quickly run through them so that we can pray briefly and close. Hallelujah. Some of them are implicit, meaning they are not clearly stated, but you see them there. Acts chapter 2 from verse 1 to 2. The Bible says, And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And there suddenly came a sound from heaven as a rushing mighty wind and filled all the house where they were sitting. Now go back to that verse 1. Acts 2 verse 1. Everybody read it 1 to 3 go. When the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. Do you know what this means? They were all in one accord. Where? In one place. During the lockdown, many churches were streaming online. Like we too were streaming online. We were in one accord, but we were in different places. Are you with me? But in this case, they were all in one accord, in one place. Meaning, you don't need to be together physically to be in one accord. Your husband can be somewhere, but you're in one accord. And somebody can be close to you and you're in no accord. They're all in one accord. It seemed like God was waiting for them to be in one accord for the Holy Ghost to come. As we see in Acts chapter 2, that when they were all in one accord in one place, then the sound of the Holy Ghost came as a rushing mighty wind. Are you with me? So this one is implicit. The power of our unity in prayer. It multiplies our effort. It multiplies our ability to move mountains. You will see Acts chapter 12 from verse 1. The Bible says, Now about that time Herod the king stretched forth his hand to vex certain of the church. And he killed James the brother of John with the sword. Kai. And because he saw it pleased the Jews, he proceeded further to take Peter also. Then were the days of unleavened bread. And when he had apprehended him, he put him in prison and delivered him to four quaternions of soldiers, meaning to 16 soldiers. One quaternion has four. To four quaternions of soldiers to keep him intending after Easter to bring him forth to the people. That's how the devil works. When he does one, he wants to go for another one. Are you with me? So you will learn to rebuke the devil when he starts. I remember praying for a lady that couldn't walk. I asked her, what happened? She said, it started from a small pain on her, I, think, I don't know what they call this. Is it knee? No, this is knee. Ankle. Thank you. She said, that day, she just, she just came back and the ankle, she just said, anything go go. In the night, she felt somebody twisting her leg. By morning, she couldn't walk. What she would have done was, out in the name of Jesus. Remember on Thursday, Jesus spoke to trees. He spoke to things. You will learn to speak to your body. Be healed. 
I keep life in you. Are you with me? Somebody put your hands on your chest and say, I speak life to my body. I speak life to my body. The Bible says in verse 5, Peter therefore was kept in prison, but prayer was made without ceasing of the church. But prayer was made without ceasing of the church unto God for him. Verse 6, and when Herod would have brought him forth, the same night Peter was sleeping between two soldiers bound with two chains and the keepers before the door kept the prison. And behold, the angel of the Lord came upon him and a light shined in the prison. And he smoothed Peter on the side and raised him up saying, Arise up quickly and his chains fell from his hand. I cannot help. Anytime I read this verse, I cannot help it. I, the angel did not try to break the chain. The angel did not say, Oh, yeah, stretch your hand now. The angel just said, Rise up and the chains. That means in corporate praying, we can hit some levels of spiritual frequency that some chains on their own will go. Are you following me? And the angel said unto him, Guard thyself and bound on thy sandals. And so he did. And he said unto him, Cast thy garment about thee and follow me. You read the story to the end. They, Peter got to the place and they were still praying. Corporate prayers. The church, see, you know one thing the last regime did for us? The pr- pressure came on the church to be united by force. Today, PFN is doing PVC Sunday. If you have not gotten your PVC, raise your hand. Don't feel bad, though, because I'm one of you. <laughs> I'm still trying to. The, the registration is doing me five and six. The more I look, the less I see. <laughs> but today, it must work. I'll, the internet, I will connect it. I must register in the name of Jesus. Amen. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Somebody was saying, uh, God does not count. Get and get your PVC. God does not count prayer. Uh, I know because I can't pray a point. Keep quiet. PVC is just one step. You know, in software engineering, eh, there is front end and back end. There is the coding at the back that makes the operations in front to work. If you like, I carry PVC without coding at the back. <laughs> if you like, go and vote without praying. Who told you that it's all about voting? You have to pray. Don't talk like that, though. It's kind of people that talk like that. Have not seen people that they, they did everything right yet still failed. So you will, you will get the PVC, but we will pray. So as we are voting in front, we are praying out behind. Nigeria is blessed in Jesus' name. Amen. I just opened that to show you the power of corporate praying. The final example Acts chapter 16 from verse 23. This was the apostles. And when they had laid many stripes upon them, they cast them into prison, charging the jailer to keep them safely. <laughs> they have arrested Paul. <laughs> keep them safely. <laughs> Who, having received such a charge, thrust them into the inner prison and made their feast fast in the stocks. Hey! Meaning, they, they dipped their leg into some sort of mud that will hold them fast. This is a very bad type of prison. You cannot sit down. You are just standing like that. Highest you can go like this, but your leg is stuck. Verse 25. And at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed. Kai. And sang praises unto God. And the prisoners heard them. Verse 26. And suddenly, there was a great earthquake. What got my attention here was that it seemed like God was waiting for corporate praying to do something suddenly. Check the whole Bible, especially in the New Testament. Anytime suddenly something happened, the place was shaking, 
the Holy Ghost fell, there were more than one. Check the entire whole Bible. There were more than one. And suddenly, there was a great earthquake. So that the foundations of the prison were shaking. And immediately, all the doors were opened. Hi. I pray for you. All doors are opened. Amen. Hallelujah. So how do you harness the prayer of agreement? Be a person of love. When you're a man of love, you will have more partners to agree with. Those days, we used to have what is called your prayer partner. Say, ah, he's my prayer partner. We pray together. Amos chapter 3, verse 3. He says, can two walk together? I said, they be agreed. You see this thing called bitterness? Fight it in your life. Do a scan sometimes. Is there anybody in my life I'm having issues with? The truth is this, eh? You cannot settle with everybody. Some people are unsettleable. <laughs> the Bible says, as much as is possible, live peaceably with all men. He puts, as much as you can... <laughs> We just read that even if the person doesn't want to agree, then let him be on his own. Because there are some people that you will try. Eh? Those days, uh, you know, if it is, there's people you call confusionist. But be a person of love. Make sure that you are, you are just full of love. You can easily agree with people. After that, among the people that you, you agree with, find people that you already have sync with. Build strong bonds with other believers that think like you. Not that you are praying, but let's pray about this thing. And the person, every time, prayer, prayer, prayer. Not that you are praying for something inside the person's mind. The person, like, mm. make me see how you go take up. The person, you are holding hands together. Oh, oh God, do it. Oh, God, do it. <laughs> oh, God, don't do it. Oh, God, don't do it. Oh, God, don't do it. <laughs> you know one thing that we need to pray for as, as, as we grow up in life? Pray that God will open your eyes eh, to know those who genuinely love you. Somebody need to say amen. amen. I pray for you. You will not call friends enemies. Amen. And you will not call enemies friends. Amen. To know those who really care about your good. Because some people, they are only excited when they are moving forward and everybody is failing. Their own excitement is that well, they make them. Everybody knows they make As long as everybody is failing, they are okay. The mother will ask him, John, what did you score? I scored four over ten. You didn't do well, oh, mommy. Everybody in the class got one. I was the only one that got four. Ah, you did very well. <laughs> See, that you scored four and everybody scored one does not make you better. Are you with me? It's a bad spirit. You, you don't have to put off everybody's light for your own light to shine brighter. So you need to search your, your, your circle. People who will be interested in praying with you. And also, you have to be interested in other people's progress too. Are you with me? Rejoice about other people's progress. And when you have people like that, you pray with them. You hold hands and pray. I know there is competition everywhere. You know, one lady was telling me, Pastor, all the good men are taken away. I say, it's a lie. I said, oh, yeah, say after me. I have a good man for me. I said, I have a good man for me. I said, say after me. There is a good man for me. There is a good man for me. Don't join all those nonsense. So, how, can you talk, how can you say that all the good men are taken away out of how many billions of people? 
Even if the person is in the U.S., God will connect you to him. Amen? Say, all, this, all the good sisters are already married. All the ones that are remaining now, they are, they are wish, wish, wish is a lie. How did you know? Praise the Lord. So find a pattern you can agree with and start. Number two, pray together. You can make it once every week. Once every two weeks, pray together. In church, don't just come to church and just, uh, this church, like this church, oh. Nobody knows you. You don't know anybody. They approach you. Say, Duh. I know that we are a mixed congregation. We, somebody was asking me, is it a youth church? I said, it's not a youth church. Both in Portacot and in Lagos, it's not a youth church. We have a lot of married people here. Hallelujah. We have parents. We have... <laughs> I'm going to talk about some things in the month of July. How to connect with people that are ages away from you. There's a way to connect with them. Especially for our young people. Don't think everything is play. You have to mature up inside. The Bible said, and the, the virgin gave birth to a man child. You can be young, yet matured. Are you with me? You can look young physically, but when you open your mouth. See, somebody who was passing the billboard and he was telling his friend, he said, that's my pastor. He said, that's my boy, your pastor. He said, just come, let him hear him preach. So, they started listening to a message together and said, ah, you know this small boy, yo. Say the thing, thing where they receive. No, it's not like, don't, don't be childish. You can be childlike without being childish. Did you hear what I said? You can be childlike without being, you know how many elderly people call me every day to pray for them? Every day, every blessed day. People that, the age gap between me and them is at least 35 years. And me, I'm very respectful. I try my best to pray for you and do the work of the ministry without crossing my boundaries. I try to avoid laying hands on your head, but many of them, but almost all of them, say, Pastor, touch this head. <laughs> One said, touch my head. Put your hand on the head. I said, so, no, sir. He said, touch my head, sir. Touch my head. So the last time you touched my head, it, 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 God did something. <laughs> touch it again. <laughs> Hallelujah. Now, but the fact that someone said I should touch his head does not mean I will not go outside and see an person. And just touch, you may touch the head and receive a slap. <laughs> Are you with me? Find a prayer partner, pray often together, walk in love, and as you begin to grow, you can increase. Make your cycle eh, a cycle of spiritual people. You can increase your partners. One day, I am asking my ministry friends were just talking, and I and this question came up. He said, God forbid, if you die today, do you have two or three friends you know that if anything happens to you today, they can take up your wife and children? One said, yes. Another one said, yes. I said, then we are good. There are people today that if anything happens to their wives or their spouses, I have a responsibility to them. Are you with me? You know, our generation... They, don't, they want to collect everything without contributing nothing. Maybe we should wait for July. The secrets of change. I will talk about so many things. How to protect relationships. How to build friendships. How to be there for people. If you are not there for people, don't think. You know some people, they, they don't send any other person. People's birthdays, they don't care. People are mourning, they don't care. People are going through anything, they don't care. But the day of their wedding, if you don't come, they are quarrel with you. You do not come to a wedding. You don't care for anybody. Don't think they will care for you. 
And it's not that they are wicked, it's just life. Whatever man sweats, that shall he also reap. So you don't check up on people. You don't love people genuinely, but you want them to, to kill themselves for you. But when they are going to their own situation, it's just like this. Bad luck, no follow me. No follow me, no follow me. So in as much as you are saying prayer of agreement, see, eh, the prayer of agreement cannot really work if you're not a genuine person that is agreeable. If you're a person that does not really have this love for other people, are you with me? Invest in people. Spend for other people and watch God move other people for you. Jump on your feet and just pray. So now, we have one prayer point and we are all going to agree on it. So we are agreeing to pray that as Paul and Silas prayed and the doors were opened, we are praying that all doors are open for us. In the remaining part of this year, all doors are open for us. In the name of Jesus, begin to pray right now. This prayer is just for one minute.